Hey everyone, welcome back to the Devil's Advocates podcast. I'm JP, I'm joined here with Jake, uh, and we actually have a host swap. Uh, BP could not make it today. Reason for that, from what I heard, is uh, he's actually been spending all day practicing the dance from Hannah Montana and applying to do a TikTok video with Brat uh, in mm. hopes of being accepted. So uh, best of luck to him. I, I hear he's going to actually put that out on Twitter at some point of his yeah. practice. So I, I really can't wait to see that. Yeah. Yep. Be on the lookout for that. Um, short and sweet. Hey, guys. I'm Andrew, host number four of Devil's Advocates. Um, I've been on the backside a little bit. I've been writing the TikTok. If you're not following us over there, please drop us a follow there. We drop a couple of TikToks every single day. If cool clips that happen during the show. Um, I also help run the Twitter, and you'll definitely be seeing a lot more from me now on the podcast. Definitely excited to get going. Yeah, no, it's good to it's good to have you aboard. Um, so today we are going to talk about our way too early Metro rankings. Um, should be good. Yeah, this should this should be a fun. Be spicy. Yeah. Um, just starting it off, guys. Who you got in the eighth slot? Before we reveal, I had a prediction that I was going to make. Uh, when I originally did think BP was still making it. Uh, now we all are privy now to BP's entire rankings, so I know that my prediction is already wrong. But between the three of us, I'm going to make it anyway and see if I'm right. So my prediction, don't reveal first place, but I'll say it. First place for me is Devils, obviously. My assumption is that is everybody's first place in the Metro. My assumption as well, prediction for last place for everybody and my last place is the Philadelphia Flyers. That's who so I have with, in last. I'm with you there on last place, but... So yeah, BP ruined can. it all, as always. But, boys, so we all agree, Flyers. What was your reasoning in Flyers in last place? They have no one. They will have no one. They suck. Yeah, I think their top-line center is... I mean, honestly, I don't even know who it is. They traded away Kevin Hayes in the offseason. They had that whole big... Uh, Scott... Lofton is it Scott, Scott Lawton? Uh, you know, I he's the he's the highest paid center. He's probably the best center. I, I mean, right. the, this, the team's brutal, boys. Like yeah, face off says Morgan Frost, and I'm sure everyone else has forgotten about Sean Couturier, <laughs> who's still recovering oh, yeah. from whatever injury. Okay, yeah. if Coots yeah, so. is good, but I, yeah, I think he's done. Mm. You know, I love Coots, but you know, if he wasn't a flyer, but right, yeah, I don't, right. I don't think he's coming back. Uh, beyond that, other than the you know the roster being abysmal, probably the best player on the roster, uh, from what I I know, is also a kind of a question mark, similar to our Mikey McLeod. And we'll see maybe in the next few weeks or so if he's gonna be on the roster next season. Uh, as in Carter Hart, yeah, I don't think yeah. he's as implicated potentially as Mikey. But I'll put it this way: if if Hart's gone. For them next season we're probably looking at one of the worst records in the nhl ever type scenario like bad yeah i don't know who their i don't know who their backup is samuel Cal, Harrison. Cal Peterson. that's right yeah i forgot they yeah. did that yeah they did yeah, it's it's dire over in philly to be honest though like outside of like roster construction i don't really hate a lot of the moves they've been making in the offseason kind of they kind of are clean up a lot of the dead wood like Daniel Breer's doing a really good job cleaning up the trash that Chuck Fletcher left him like they picked they picked up Peterson that huge deal for Provorov um Provorov not like what he probably everyone thought he was going to be coming out of the draft like everyone kind of like thought of him going to be like a 
bona fide like top line guy. Like he's more of a top four, and there's nothing wrong with him. But I feel like he might be a little overhyped. But they definitely did a good job getting some assets in for the future there. I think. Yeah, I mean he's also a dick. That is that definitely doesn't help the cause either. Yeah, they got rid uh, of all their assholes. Yeah, yes. Tony D'Angelo. Good for them. Man. Yeah. yeah. I, Briere I think's done fine. I don't know about very good. I, I think he's done well enough given right. the situation he was placed in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. The I mean, the moves before that were brutal, right? Uh, like yeah. the wrist aligning contract. I mean, was... assets for Tony D'Angelo, then buying him out a year later. Yeah, they're kind of in the spot where they just need to basically tank it out, sell off guys as they become, you know, pending UFAs. Uh, spend at least a few, you know, three to five years in the basement getting high draft picks. And... Well, they were kind of they were kind of gifted. Matt Mitchkoff because no one above him wanted to draft him, so that kind of supercharges their. Well, super it sounds. A little bit. My understanding is it wasn't just that nobody wanted him. I, I heard that he only interviewed with the Flyers. Was that the, was that the case? I, there was a lot of like there was yeah. a lot of like. So I think from the sounds of it, he might have been open to the Capitals, but it sounds like from what I just saw read, you know, again, you know, fairly rumor mill e, nothing like concrete, but. Uh, he really only met with the Flyers. Uh, huh. Definitely no one above him. No, like no one above the Flyers in the draft order. Well, uh, definitely he... didn't meet with the Coyotes because I don't know what the hell they were doing. <laughs> and so, and I believe he also told them he was two years out, not the three yes. minimum. So right. I think that's the whole thing too. I yeah, think his I biggest think thing is he wanted to be the face of an organization, which I think did steer him slightly away from the Capitals. Ovi, obviously, just he is the Capitals. Yep. Uh, he will. He'll be the guy in Philly. There's no doubt. Yeah. Uh, which is unfortunate for us because he's probably going to be an absolute stud. Yeah. But you know what are you going to do? He's not going to carry that team alone on his back. So they got a lot of a lot of work they got to do to surround him with some decent players. So, but yeah, no <laughs> Flyers unabashedly are the bottom. Who did the uh, Who did BP have in the eight slot? He had Columbus. <laughs> That's a little unfair. I have honest. I have Columbus well higher. I'm just that's all I'm gonna say. Oh, here. same. So, yeah, same. I think it might be lower than you guys are on them based on that. Maybe. Yeah. No. Uh, I wish BP was here when I saw that. I, I said it in our our little group DM that I, he's. I think he's way too low on Columbus. We'll get to that more when we reach where I have them ranked. But uh, definitely I, below the Flyers, I think is just. I I just I don't know how that happened. They would have to have even worse injury luck than they had last year. Yeah, I got no. And play even worse. I yeah. just Yeah, I don't I don't see that happening. I don't, I don't see, see either of those happening. So yeah, no. Flyers bottom. I I don't even think Flyer fans would argue with us, to be honest. I think you know, they are very well aware of where they're at. Yeah. I mean Flyers fans can take solace that they finally have some sort of direction. It's like, okay, we're tearing it down, we're gonna be bad for a couple of years, we're not gonna try and like do pseudo patchwork and like trying to sneak in the playoffs and have Carter Hart steals a round or two. Like they're finally like, okay, we're going to be bad. Get rid of the contracts, bring in futures. Let's build from there. Yep. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Uh, seven slot. Who you guys got? Washington. Boring. I also have, I also have Washington. Yeah, me too. Really? Uh, oh, so, no. okay. <laughs> uh, I thought I was going to be. Yeah, no, I, I, I have Washington. They're super old and they're going to be super slow. And the Metro is getting increasingly fast. Um, Washington is like bottom of the metro if the Flyers weren't so bad. Right. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. That's really where it's at. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Super old. Ovi is going to be Ovi, but he's going to probably just not be as good. And you he'll know, get his goals. I he'll still get his think goals. he's going to get 40. Yeah. 
Yeah, he'll he'll get his goals. He'll be an absolute power play fiend. Uh, he'll be still one of the most wicked shots in the NHL. He's going to be Ovi, right? But another year older. But everyone's a year older. Um, their one saving grace, if I got to give them anything for an improvement over last year, is going to be they hopefully for them at least get a full year of Tom Wilson. Uh, but he's probably going to be trade deadline bait. Isn't he still until December? Is he? Yeah, yeah, I, think no, he might, I think he might still yeah. be out. I feel like yeah. we've had some discussions like in our chats on the side or whatever, that he might be out a little bit longer because I know he's kind of been like a topic like a trade of, target, yeah. Right, but, across like Devil's Twitter and all that. Uh, if I remember correctly, they mostly just moved guys out and made like smartish moves. Like they needed to do that. They moved the guys they needed to move out, brought in assets in a in a smart way. I think those were good moves, future looking smart moves. Uh right. But nothing enough that's going to buoy them above, and like we all agree, second to last in the Metro. I will say, just because we're talking caps, I'm a big uh, Martin Fervory? 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 I think I think he's awesome. Uh, I think he's great. Uh, young stud. They got him locked up on a great deal, and he's still an RFA at the end. If there's going to be a youngish guy that they can look forward to, potentially, when they possibly try to come out of this at the end of Ovi's contract type situation. He's a guy they can kind of look forward yeah. to, but also uh, kind of getting lost across um the capitals, I think. I feel like everyone kind of forgets that Rasmus Sandin I was just gonna now mention on, him, yeah. Rasmus Sandin is on the, the Capitals now and that whole that trade was a, with Toronto, yeah. that whole trade with Toronto didn't make sense. Like kudos to the Caps for like realizing that like okay we're gonna tear it down a little bit. They got rid of Orloff, yeah. Hathaway and Gustafson. I don't know I don't remember the trade exactly but Getting Sandine for like someone who's expiring, and I think they gave away Boston's first round pick in the Orloff trade, actually. Yeah. I think so, so, I mean, again, like not like flyers, yeah. but like they're doing some futureish kind of trades. But I kind of get the whole idea, like it's Obi's last ride. Like let's kind of like prop Obi up a little bit. Let's give him the record. I mean, they're going to be down here for a while. I feel like they've got a couple young. Uh, I don't think so. Yes, but I think they're going to continue to make moves to at least try and help facilitate Ovi hitting the goal record. I really don't think they're making they're pushing for like cup aspirations. To be honest, no. In my opinion, all their moves are basically we're going to get Ovi the cup record uh, because goal I mean, for a, uh, yeah, goal record. Sorry, for a lot of these teams, winning the cup is obviously the prestige of it all, and for a lot of owners, they do want that. But really, at the end of the day, it's selling all the merch for years and years and years to come for the cup. And it's just making all the money off of the cup is really the end game for the owners. Ovi getting the goal record is that's probably to be honest, is probably even more important. Yeah. I I completely get it, but I know I agree. Sandine uh, is also another great defensive piece, same age, uh, 23 uh, also RFA at the end of his deal. They got a couple nice young defensive guys that, but again, that's probably a few years off, but they'll only be 26 27 at the end of Ovi's deal. So they got some things they can work with, but they're just going to probably buoy. I could see them maybe fighting for, you know, third from last, but eh, I feel also, like the bottom to me, it's the flyers in the pit of the basement. Yeah. The caps are a tier above that, but still in their own little tier sitting there second last. Do you guys have any other last comments on capitals before we move uh, on? I think they had a pretty decent draft. So I don't, I don't think they're going to be like, yeah, like absolutely horrible. Uh, in like three or four years, but I think they have a really long rebuild. 
Yeah, they got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Just one last note on potential guys out, because that's all did request a trade out recently, I think. Right. Um, say what yeah. you will about him. He will set up OV just like Backstrom. I mean, the guy from an analytical standpoint isn't the best. So if they can bring in some sort of assets, kind of buoy them a little bit, yeah. like on the surface, like from the casual fan, like you might think, like, oh, that's Kuznetsov. Like, that's OV's guy, like, really good. Like, the guy sucks on defense. Like, let's. <laughs> Not beat around the bush. Like the guy gives up a lot of defensive end, no matter how. Yeah, he's like he's he like is. a bottom ten forward for defense. No, I think it's he's like yeah, like bottom five. Yeah. Like whatever side you look at, it's just like yeah. he's not great. But it is what it is. Cap stink. Uh, how about the sixth slot? Who you guys got? The fall of the Titans in the Metro. If I had the Capital second to last, third to last, I have Penguins. That's. That's a hot take. That is caveat. Caveat. I would change that if they got Carlson. Okay. Interesting. I have Columbus here. I kind of wanted to put them a little higher with the team I have above them, but I will get into why I don't think they're going to be all that hot this year. I got the Islanders. Hey, spicy. Finally. There we go. That's, yeah. yeah. I, think, I, like I think mine is fairly spicy there. They're so boring. They're, they're so boring, and their only redeeming players are Barzal and Sorokin. Yeah. And if one of them goes down, then they're fucked. They'll be chilling with the Flyers in the, bottom, the bottom. That's Literally. redeemable enough, but he's not Barzal or Sorokin. Like, I, I'm not putting him on that tier. Right. But he's fine. I, I actually think Islanders are that super boring, but still just kind of like across. They're basically a worse Carolina in so I think opinion. they're a little bit different. But but better goaltending. Way better goaltending. Way better goaltending. Really, it's, yep. for me, uh, we'll get to where I have the Islanders, uh, but Sorokin, uh, in my opinion, buoys them a lot for me. He he really is the reason they're as high up on my ranking as they are. Um, I mean, yeah, that's fair. But And I think they're they're fine enough on forwards. They're still, from the sounds of it, are like they are not going into the next season without finding some sort of scoring addition. I know they're in yeah. on Tarasenko, but it doesn't sound like Tarasenko wants to go there. Maybe they're, you know, they'll sniff around a Tatar if they don't get Tarasenko. They might look to for a trade. I don't know, but it sounds like Lou absolutely wants to find some sort of scoring touch to bring in. I don't know where he's going to find that given the the field out there, but I think even with- without that, I think their defense on the whole is commendable for sure. Uh, it, it's there's no absolute stud beyond a stud guy, but just top to bottom, uh, bottom it shakes out a little bit less, but top four at least is good. It, it's a solid defense that plays the style that Islanders want to play. And with Sorokin in net, that is more than enough. Yes. Even he was... Yes. I, I think if Sorokin doesn't get injured, they are probably a fourth or fifth team. I think... Sorokin is going to be such a workhorse there that he's just he's going to get. Some Varlamov is fine as a backup. Varlamov, right, he's he's old though. Yeah, but he's he's been he's kind of been up and down, hasn't he? Is it fine as a backup? Fine, you know. Right, right but fine. goalie aging curves and all of that, like you can never really trust the goalie at that age. Like, what if he tweaks his groin? You can't trust the like... goalie outside of like five of them. So. Right, you can't trust a goalie. At period, like tattoo that on my forehead. Outside of like three, four or five goalies, you can't really trust yeah, a lot of guys. I, I, I don't think they're gonna be very good. I, I just, I just, I hate them. I really do. There's no good reason for me to hate them. I just think they're so boring and awful to watch that, like, it makes me despise so, the team. 
I, yeah, no, I, I should probably have them lower at this point. You're talking into having them like. I hear you hating the, the play style and playing against and watching them play. But I think just over a regular season, and then as I'm going to get into uh, with me having the Penguins at this spot, I just think on the whole, they'll get more points. I, I actually have a bit of a. Uh, actually, if I go, you know, again by my tiers, there's the Flyers in the basement, caps a little bit above that, but on their own. And then the Penguins actually, for me, are the solid third to last. They're not even in the next tier. Interesting. I actually have the Islanders as part of a, a three-team tier above the Penguins. I feel like that's kind of how the Metro's kind of shaking out this year. Uh, so as for my reason for the Penguins is they're, if not the oldest, but I think they're the oldest. Uh, if not, they're like second oldest team in the NHL. 31. Yeah, 31 uh, or something like that. Crosby's going to be Crosby. Straight up. Crosby's going to be Crosby. Don't but, against them. And I don't think Malkin's ever had less than a point per game season either. That's correct. But last year was one of his only, if not his only, like full non-injury season outside of his early years. I think between him, Crosby, uh, their big guns, they had basically their healthiest season in a while. And I don't see that repeating this year. Uh, I know Latang had his issues with the stroke last season. Uh, so, you know, obviously best of health to him. Uh, and again, the caveat, if they bring in Carlson, I think that changes, that brings a whole new dynamic to that team, uh, bringing him in and having Latang as well. But without Carlson, uh, Eric Carlson, for clarity, uh, they're older. I don't think they added any guns. To increase, I don't think they made their team any better. Jari is an absolute wild card still. Their goaltending is fairly sus. Uh, their defensive play, I don't think, got any better by bringing in Graves. Uh, you know, we're fa- I'm a fan of Graves. I think he's fine, but he's I don't think he's moving the needle for them in any way. And I just don't see outside of Crosby, Malkin, Latang popping off again where they popped off last season and still missed. I don't see them yeah. popping off more and having the health injury luck that they had last year and doing better. That's really where that's what brought the Penguins in at this point. I, Which I can hear the arguments for uh, Islanders, Columbus. I mean, I rags falling down a little bit, but I have them a bit higher up too. But um, I, I can see the argument there. This is where I think it's flyers, capitals locks almost in my opinion, I can at least hear arguments for other teams being below Penguins, yeah. but at least in my opinion, I just don't see how they're better than last year, and they missed last year. Yeah, I can get into my reasoning for the Penguins a little bit later when we get to the, that point of yeah. rankings. I think they, right, I think they... Right, I can get into it. I think for the Penguins, just to tie a bow on it, I think they did a good job like kind of rounding out their roster a little bit compared to last year. It's still not great, but like you said, the goaltending is kind of... Like Tristan Jari, Casey DeSmith, like not great. It's, Jari's it's us. Like, it's really just yeah. not great. I yeah. like their tandem over Vanacek. Ooh, hot take. So you're like, yeah, I know. You rather have so if you today, if you could do a regular either, season? Yeah, I think Jari's a good yeah. regular season goalie. I will not bring up the stats for that one. I'm just going to vehemently disagree with you there. Um, I'd rather have, I think I'd rather have Vanacek and Schmidov over those two guys. Um, but especially at that cap hit and contract length, 
Oh, no, no, no. Contract-wise, I prefer ours. Talent-wise, in a vacuum, I think I prefer theirs. Sure, that's fair. Okay, let me... I disagree, but, yeah. Yeah. Again, goalies are voodoo, right? I mean, we could... It's whatever. Outside of, again, a handful of guys, my opinions on goalies are like, eh, sure. Right. Sure. Okay, let me... Let me get to the Blue Jackets since I'm the last one at spot six. Um, I kind of like what they did this offseason. I mean, they kind of got lucky with Fantilli dropping to them at three. I think that's just an instant shot in the arm. Yeah, JT's shaking his head. I don't know what Anaheim's doing, letting him fall I hate, through their hands. I hate the Metro, dude. I hate it. The Metro, hate, hate yeah, there was it. kind of like talk going around. It's like, oh, why is everyone so mad that like Flyers and the Blue Jackets are doing well? It's like, these guys are going to be a thorn in our side. Like, when we're at the top of the game and they're going to be where, like... We had Crosby Ovi. Right, yeah, exactly. Like, I hate it. Anyway, so Fantilli, Severson, Provorov, Yerchek, all coming in. That kind of just gives them a boost right from the start. I mean, that defense was just horrendous last year. Erica Branson playing meaningful minutes should not be happening in the year 2023. That contract does not make sense. Um, but they should be better. I think overall they had the second most man games lost last year with 545. <laughs> a lot of that coming to, yeah, with to Zach Wierenski. I know he kind of missed like the vast majority of the season last year. That's so bad. <laughs> That's, I mean, bro, we know that pain like last, not this past season, but the season before with our goaltending situation. Like we know, we know that feeling like it sucks. It's really hard to overcome. Um, but yeah, th- those guys coming in, I think will do a good job for them. Um, overall, I like what they're doing in the draft and everything. Goaltending again gives me pause, and I don't know what they're doing with Mike Babcock as head coach. That's probably not the guy to bring in when you're doing a youth movement. Ken Johnson, Cole Sillinger, Adam Fantilli, David Yerchuk. Is that the guy you really want leading the charge? I'll say, go, uh, no, coaches, coaches were a absolute wild card in me putting my spots together because we got a couple new ones in teams. I almost forgot about them too. I had to factor yeah. that in. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, I'll just throw this in. Columbus is actually my next team up in the ranking, but I want to hear more on your thoughts on why you have them here because, you know, I again, I'm only one spot up from there. So That's I agree with most right. of what you're saying. Yeah, I would probably, like I said earlier, I probably would have flipped them with the team I have above them, but I forgot when I was in the rankings, I forgot Mike Babcock is back in the NHL. So I was like, that's probably not going to go well. So knock them down a peg. I think they're going to be a lot better, a lot more watchable this year. They might score three, four goals a game, but they might get five or six. So again, lots to look forward to in the future. Great prospect pool, probably a really underrated one across the league. Um, But yeah, Columbus at six. All right. Uh, And then at number five, I have the Penguins. I have Columbus. I have the Islanders. Oh, more spice. Yeah, I I have the Penguins. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get too much into it because you guys kind of already touched on it. Um, I I don't think I I think they're gonna narrowly miss the playoffs. Um, because I do think they're gonna acquire Eric Carlson, and I think he's gonna give them a big offensive boost. I think Crosby is going to have a chip on his shoulder. I think Malkin's going to have a chip on his shoulder because they hate missing the playoffs. Um, I just kind of hinted at it. I think Jari's a pretty decent regular season goalie. Um, yeah, I don't really have I don't have much more to say on that because you guys. Kind yeah, of, we kind of touched on that. Yeah, so I had just... Penguins. 
the lowest. I don't really disagree with you too much. Uh, I I could absolutely see Crosby and Malkin popping off in angry Gino mode. Uh, we know how he plays angry. I, I could see that happening. I would not be surprised if that were the case. Uh, reason I have Columbus here over them is really to what Andrew brought up, the man games lost, plus the additions to the roster. I think it's just basically a brand new team. Really, I mean, it's what, three or f- three or four? Basically, not new, but uh, essentially new defensemen. You bring in Rorensky's going to be back, Provorov, Sivo. That's basically a whole new defense core. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you're Jack. If, yeah, it, it's it essentially like it's just a whole new defense for them. Merzlikens has any sort of bounce back, and then I'm not really betting against Johnny Gaudreau and Line. Uh, I just think that they have more tools overall um, to have a big bounce back. If I were to actually go pure vacuum, looking at their roster, bringing in Adam Fantilli, which I do think he's going to make it out of camp, I actually probably would have placed them one spot higher. My only reservation was that's a massive point jump, a little bit hypocritical coming from a Devils fan, considering what we just did. I just don't think they have the track record uh, and the analytics backing it that we did coming into last season. Like We were primed to explode. I don't think they have those same numbers backing up that type of point explosion, which is why I did keep them here. Uh, but again, still over the Penguins, Capitals, Flyers. I think it's actually a pretty good team on the roster. Uh, you know, again, Babcock is my wild card here. And I think if maybe they had a better coach, in my opinion, uh, for the team that they have, I could see them fighting for one spot higher even from here. Uh, but like I said, I kind of have a tier here with them. Islanders, uh, and my hot take is I would even throw the Rangers as a drop-off candidate going into next season. Uh, but again, massive, that would be an insane point jump for Columbus. But I'm very high on Fentilli, uh, and I do love Sivo. I think they really bolstered their defense. Any sort of goaltending bounce back, I basically think they had our type of goaltending luck last year. Maybe not in the number of goaltenders, but in the quality, uh, quality of yeah. goaltending they received. So I think they are, if there was any sort of prime bounce back candidate this season, it is definitely Columbus in my opinion. So yeah, yeah I'm very excited. Not... And they have a lot of young guys. So there's a lot of growth in that team that can come through. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty high on them. Uh, doing quite well. Yeah, I think if I were to do a point total, I'd probably have them maybe like a point or two below the Islanders. I probably should have them in five, I think. But six feels right just with the coaching i don't know if that with these that player i don't know if that player combination plus mike babcock i don't i don't know if it worked it's gonna work i hope it doesn't because that means they're bad and that's two points with the devils every time they play so we'll see how it goes um not sure if it's going to work though yeah yeah um number four slot who you guys got number five four Four. Uh, yes, we talked about Columbus. I was looking at six. We are at four. That is right. Um, Islanders for for me over here. That's where they ended up. I got Columbus. Yeah, I don't. The more we talk about Columbus, uh, I feel like that's not super hot. Yeah, I got I got Columbus in the like first slot. Like I said, BP having them last place was that was spicy, spicy. It spicy like feels, feels very unfair. Very unfair. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, for Islanders, I kind of spoke on it when you guys had them a bit lower in the rankings. 
I think Sorokin is one of those handful of goalies that is reliable and you can count on. He is the reason I have them this high with a roster that is good enough with him to get them to this point. I could absolutely see them flip-flopping with Columbus position-wise here. I could even I could even see them overachieving if they were to bring in um, some sort of sniper goal scorer looking at the field. I just don't know who that is with uh, the rumor of Tarasenko being completely out on wanting to go to the island. I think it's Nylander. Just, oh, yeah. So I know they are in on Nylander. Yeah. That would be... yeah. That if they got him, I am very solidified where I have them. I think they at that point I would even rival them with my team, my third place it's, team. That does feel like a very Lou trade. He's missed out on a lot of guys in the past couple of years. Panarin, Meyer, I think was linked there a little bit to brink it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, you brought it up, JP. I agree. I think Carlson ends up in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh this ranking is rosters as is. So I don't I didn't want to take him into the equation, but I do think he ends up there over the canes uh for a number of reasons. Uh, really just being Canes are going to have a number they're set at that they're not going to they're not going to move from where I think Pittsburgh with Dubas knows they have a window of Crosby, Malk and Latang, and they are going to be much more willing yeah. to quote unquote overpay or take less of a retention from San Jose that Carolina won't be willing to do. Yeah. Carolina might have better pieces they potentially could move. I just don't know if they'll be willing to do it, but that's an aside. For uh, the Islanders being here for me, I just think a full season with uh, Barzell, Horvat, uh, their solid defense, Sorokin, that they're good enough to beat out the teams I have them below. Uh, but I, I have a very distinct tier of the top two of the Metro. And then everybody, like, it's yeah. the top two is just far and away better than everyone else. So it's really these middle three between uh, them, Columbus, and even the Rangers for me are kind of fighting for the third Metro spot and the wildcard spots. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't really argue with you. If Sorokin is healthy and Sorokin all year, then they're probably yeah. going to sneak into a playoff spot. Yeah, the, the only thing that I understand, I feel like they're kind of like the anti-Canes when it comes to scoring. I feel like they shoot way over than they should prob- they should they probably yeah, they should. Yeah, they it's like very, it's like very polar opposite from the Canes. The Canes shoot a lot, don't score a lot. The Islanders don't get a lot of opportunity, but they have like the quality of player, which is weird to say. The Islanders just have like really good goal scorers. I don't know. The Islanders don't really. They're weird. They're such they a don't weird do it team. for me. Like I don't know what they did this off season. Like they gave Scott Mayfield seven years. And he turns thirty. I mean, I like Pierre Engvall as a player. I don't mind the. AAV, I mind the contract length more, but that's besides the point. I just they're weird. They're locking themselves into a very confined group of players, and I don't know if it's good enough, especially with Devils, Canes, where they are. It's not. I mean, straight up, it's just it's not good enough. But you know, it's a rank. I just you know they're over other teams in my opinion. But no, they're not. Again, they're not touching the top two in the Metro. There's just no shot. Yep. I think, I don't know if I went yet just for four for Pittsburgh. Um, I'm not going to beg against Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin ever. I feel like no one has ever come out on the good side of the bet unless you're the Detroit Red Wings back in the day in the Stanley Cup final. Or last season. I mean, that was embarrassing. Them losing to Chicago at home last game of the season, whoever it was. That was. They did. 
They did. They did. They did do it. Tristan Jarry or Casey the Smith, whoever was in that, did find a way to let that happen. Um, but no, I think they they're definitely way better than last year. I do. I think Riley Smith is a really underrated pickup. I've liked Riley Smith for a really long time. He's a really good two way forward who has great like offensive and defensive impacts. Plus, he's a pretty good goal scorer. I think he's like he's scored twenty goals the past couple of years. I mean, they definitely need an added jolt of offense with Jeff Carter kind of. Falling by the wayside, Mikhail Granlin's scoring, I think, one goal in the 20 games he played when he got there. Um, so, I think Granlin's actually a bit of a wild card for Pittsburgh for me as yeah, well. Me too. If he If he plays like he did at the end of the season with Pittsburgh, brutal. Brutal, brutal. But if he has any sort of bounce back, I, I can see them so. moving up my... Weren't they trying I, to move him? They were trying to move him. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't think... I mean, they should have. I mean, that trade to get him was just... Horrible. Awful. So it was a second round pick straight up. Um, I like the depth they got, though. Like Lars Eller, Noah Chari, Matt Nieto, my boy Andreas Janssen. Um, <laughs> and then they got Alex Nadalkovich, which for, yeah, rest in peace, Mango. Real ones know. <laughs> but for Nadalkovich, I guess it's just more goaltender insurance. I feel like this is, I feel like this is going to be the move going forward with a lot of teams, like three caliber, three NHL caliber goaltenders with what Vegas did last year with. Persuad, Logan Thompson, Aiden Hill. Um, Jonathan Quick, yeah. even. Jonathan Quick, yeah, whatever you think about him. It's like three, four NHL goaltenders or quality goaltenders. Um, I think they'll be better. I don't know if it's going to be good enough. I don't know if the Atlantic will take four or five this year. Well, that remains to be seen. But Penguins at four, four or five, a couple points. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I got a. I got I got the spiciest take here. I think I got I got Columbus in the four spot. Um, I, I know Mers Lincoln's had a horrible horrible year last year. Just a tri- one of the worst, if not the worst, goaltenders in the league. Um, but looking at their defense, like if Yurichek is up, then their number six defenseman is Adam Boquist, and Boquist is like good. <laughs> like like he's a good defenseman. I think he's a little overvalued. Probably. We don't have, we don't have Probably. to get to that. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, he's young, and if you have him in a third-pair spot rather than a top-pair, sure. second-pair spot, I think I think he's going to be good. But looking at their forwards, I mean, they're, they're going to be fun. I know it's under Mike Babcock, and Babcock is atrocious in every sense of the word, but... If somehow he realizes, hey, I'm going to let these young players play like young players, I think they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. I think they're going to be scoring a lot of goals, and I think their defense is going to make up for shitty goaltending. Quick question, though, about that. Okay. Do you think Mike Babcock will let them do that, though? That's the thing. I think my hottest take is yes. You think he's really changed or what he went on his own spiritual journey in the past couple of years after getting kicked out of the NHL, essentially? According to his interviews, yes. Yeah. Well, he probably... hasn't lied on a job interview. Mostly lip service. Uh, You're, you don't for, <laughs> I mean, I agree with JP. Uh, you know, for all the reasons I gave for only having them one spot lower than this, I could absolutely see them. Like I said, I kind of had a tier here where I could see Columbus definitely moving up uh, to this spot as well. Yeah, no, my only pushback on Babcock letting the kids play as kids and letting the kids make mistakes is he's got Johnny Hockey that he needs to please, who is 29 years old and is not getting yeah. any younger, and he needs to make a run with him still 
playing as best he's going to, really. But... Yeah. Also, the whole Patrick Line, how are they going to mesh together? I, I think, you know what, I, I think their top line is going to be really good. It's going to be Gaudreau. It's got to be Fantilli. I know Boone Jenner is, like, their captain and the center, but I think he's going to slot into the second line because I think Fantilli is going to take over the center depth. Even um, if you just even if you move Cole Solms up there just to get some more of a playmaker yeah. and like move Boone Jenner down to play with like Rossovic right. or whatever, yeah, I think I the line combinations for Columbus are going to be very important because they have good players, but it's just a matter of sliding guys correctly. I think. Right. If we get a Johnny Hockey, Adam Fantilli, Patrick Line top line, where last season it was like, man, I can't wait to play Columbus. That's a free dub. That line. Horrifying. It's me. gonna. It's gonna be scary. They have good depth me. too. They have good well, anyone, depth. Sure, but they'll give you. They'll give you hell in your defensive zone, but they're gonna give you the puck a lot in their defensive zone because I don't know how much you can trust these guys to play defense. That's, that's I mean, back, it's, I it's a whole new defense. It's a whole new defense. I I, I don't, don't know. They're they're such a weird team now that like the the fluctuation that can happen with this team is unbelievable. Again, I think one has done a pretty good job, I think, with getting a lot of good pieces in, but there's still more work to be done, I think. I Which think, is obvious to say, but I think they're going to be the clear biggest point improvement over last year. Where they exactly yeah. end up in the metro, I placed them where I placed them. But regardless, whether they're a little higher or not, I think they will be the absolute point improvement for the season. Well, I think, I think something that, like, even. I don't. I don't think either of you guys have mentioned this. They're gonna have progression from their young players. You know. I said that. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Well, right. I don't listen to you. So. Fair. Yeah. They finished on fifty-nine points last year. I'm gonna give you an over/under, and you tell me over or under. Okay. Gambling advice, not gambling advice. Ninety-one and a half points. What was playoff cutoff in the the East? Ninety-two. So basically, are they? Last wild card and two spot. teams, Pittsburgh and Buffalo, finished with ninety-one. Okay. Do you think they're top? Yeah. So, so so over. I'm gonna say over. Yeah. Okay. So over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a fair line for them. That no, that's a good is. line. Yeah. That was a good line. That's I'm gonna line. go under, but just. I'm gonna I think... go over, but just. Yeah. <laughs> over, but okay. just. That means I did. It. That means I made a good line. Yeah. Okay. Columbus. I think they're the big wild card. This they, year. They're, they're a huge wild card. So I think from here we're probably all going to agree. The rest I of don't think so. I no, I think I we're going to agree on number no, three, but I think that's it. Oh, I think, okay. I think me and JP have the same exact Boring. top three. Probably. Think so. so number three, we all have the Rangers. Yep. Yeah. I got to find new hosts. All right. Well, that's that's boring because it's Shesterkin and then a whole bunch of goal scoring and that's it. And that's so my hot take. My hot take was is I had the Rangers tiered with the Islanders and Columbus, and I could actually see all three of those teams flip-flopping between three, four, third five. Metro. Yeah. yeah, all three of them, I think, could flip-flop. Um, new coach coming in. I think the guys are going to uh, oh, God, try to just right. make make adjustments where they – oh, they're, the assumption is going to be, okay, we're a playoff team. We know we're a playoff team, right? Pretty obvious. Uh, we're going to try and fix up some of our play. Uh Really, it's again the reason I have the Islanders as high as I did. If they didn't have Shesterkin, you know, Rangers are not this high, straight up. I also think uh, part of that is I think Kako and Lafreniere take at least a step. Are they going to live up to their draft pedigree? No. But they'll take a step. 
And I think between with those two taking a step and Shesterkin just being Shesterkin, they'll end up third in the Metro regardless. I think everybody else basically on the team takes a step back except for like Fox and Miller, who will be Fox and Miller. Uh, but uh, Zabanajad, step back. Um, Kreider, step back. Panarin, I think, is going to actually take a step and a half back. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. And uh, what, Trocek? Uh, he sucks. I don't. I don't. I don't it's care just not him. good. Goodrow is abysmal, and I. They added yes. Blake Wheeler. That's a. That's kind of a neat one. That's Did you say Goodrow. Which is, yeah, Barkley Goodrow. Oh, I was thinking Goodrow. Johnny Goodrow. Yeah, Barkley Goodrow. Yeah, yeah. Sucks. Yeah, yeah. No, I was like, I meant that miss. Yeah, no. and then, <laughs> I, I do think Wheeler, at least at the price point they got him, he he will outperform that contract. So right, but the yeah. thing with We're Blake Wheeler is, it's more of the same. He's yeah, going to pass I, the puck. He's going to be awful on, on defense, just like everyone else on the team basically is up front. Like, yeah, I again, I I think it's just Sturkin. But uh, where I really, I really, really wanted to put them down a spot or two because I think Quick is going to bleed points from this. Well, team. the thing, the things with the Rangers, like they're not the best. I mean, it all whatever happens with Laviolette and the defensive system, whatever, how much they tighten up on the back end, like just I mean. You all saw what happened the first round oh against the Devils. They the Devils peppered them over and over and over. The game seven was zero zero halfway through the game. That game should have been over, yeah, like over over. And Shesterkin kept them in it. If Shesterkin goes down and they need like John the Quick to play like a bunch <laughs> of the games, they well, are going to plummet. And they if Shesterkin, yeah, if Shesterkin gets injured, I they are not even a wild card team. No, I don't think yeah. so either. Yeah, Total. I agree with that. Also, the one thing I do like that they did this offseason, and I'm surprised he went for so little, was I think his first name's Eric, Eric Gustafson, who played for, who was in the Rasmus Sandin trade yeah, with Toronto last year. Really good puck move defenseman, which I think they need more of, considering Adam Fox is like the only guy on their team who can do that. Um, yeah. I don't know if he plays left or right side, but if he's taking minutes away from Brain Schneider or, you know, they don't have Nico Mikkel anymore, Brain Schneider or Zach Jones, I mean, that's a plus for them. It's not going to be a huge difference maker, I don't think, in the grand scheme of things, but it's going to be a nice boon to their defense. With Kako and Lafreniere, it kind of um, feels a little bit like the Columbus situation. Like, is Laviolette going to let them play? Like, is he going to lean on them a little bit more? I mean, he's probably going to have that old-school hockey mindset. Yes, yeah, you're shaking your head. He's going to lean on the guys like like Kreider, like Zabanja, like Panera. Blake Wheeler is probably going to play a lot because he is an older guy, and Peter Laviolette is going to like that. He's going to trust the veteran leadership on that team. I don't know how good it's going to go. I think Kako and Lafreniere need... I feel like everyone feels the same way about them. They need trades out yeah. to progress their career. Um, well, I don't even know if... I don't know if they need to be traded out. I think they just need more Well, they need, they, they, need more, they need more of an opportunity. Right. You can't put them on the third. I mean, I do in a vacuum. I do like the, the kid line. I hate calling it the kid line, but those two with Hito in the middle, I like that as a line. But that should probably be your second line. They should probably be getting fed like fourteen, like fifteen, oh. sixteen, seventeen minutes a night. Talking about this line is actually why BP's not here. But <laughs> could you guys name off the top of your head how many no move, not just no trade, purely no move clauses the Rangers currently have? And can you name those players? Quick, quick off the dome. Yep. Panarin, Kreider. Yep, yep. Kreider. Chesterkin didn't get one. Yeah. Nope. Chesterkin is not a. Right. Emissary. I said not. Right. Yep. I said no. It's Fox. Right. Um, Fox has one. Nope. 
Really? Nope. Fox has no trade protections. Not a, nothing. Interesting. I mean, at least be, according be, to cap friendly. Nothing. They'd be stupid to not. They'd be, they'd be stupid to trade. Does I Miller have one? Nope. I think. Nothing. I think Barkley Goodrow got one. Modified, uh, he's modified. Modified, no trade, not no move. You got two no moves. The name. Total no moves. Total no. Kako moves. Kako doesn't have one. Vinny Trocheck. Correct. That's four out of five. Oh God, God, that's awful. <laughs> yeah, Tro- Trocheck for five point six two five. No, I know last one. Forever. I know. You last know the one. last one. Jacob Truba. Yes. Oh wow. God, the worst yeah. players in the NHL get no moves, dude. It's fucking yeah. crazy, dude. Like seriously, Brutal. It's like this this roster is locked in. So. That's, that's so funny. That makes me so happy. That's like giving Brendan Smith like a four year deal, giving no moves. Like we need you on this team. It's like no. Yeah. Jacob, yeah, he's got like, what four years left on his contract? I think three, four years. It's not a lot at this point. All right, so we all had Ben there, and now it does sound like we disagree for the last two spots. As this will round out our conversation, and I'm sure we'll uh, we'll get into it a little bit here uh, as we're winding down. But who do you guys have in second? You, I got losers? the Devils. Yeah, I got the yeah. Devils. I also have the boys from Jersey. Oh, this is why I'm the best. Yeah, so I got Carolina. The thing Shocker. is, though, I feel like we're all we all the same. Like we're in the same mindset. It's not a huge difference between the two teams. Like, yeah, what we it's a one or two points. Oh no, Carolina's horrifying, especially with the additions they made. Oh if they God. somehow did get Eric Carlson or or they got Tarasenko or they get all the million. I hope they get Tarasenko because on. I don't oh, think that yes. fits them at all. Yeah, no, please, but like. No, Carolina's horrifying. Don't, like I said, yeah. the top two, us and Carolina, is just three steps above the rest of the Metro. Yeah, it's not even close. But yeah, no. Uh, I have us over them. I think a full year of Timo, a uh, full year with Luke, Nemec either playing as soon as he's ready, if not by the end of the season, for a little boost there. Jack taking another step. I think Jack basically clears their their team I mean, we have Easily. the best player in the division, yeah. like bar none, not even close. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, Skater, at least. And I think uh, player. I actually, I, I'm going to say Nico actually takes another step as well. That might be a hot Brat, take. Brat takes another step. That's also a hot I think, take. I don't know if it's a hot take though, because like the quality of I guess line I'll, mate, I'll say this: line mates have gone drastically for the two of them. I think. So I'll say semantics wise, it depends on your definition of step, but. I think they have better seasons, kind of what Andrew was saying. Overall, they're going to have better line mates, and the power play is going to be better. I just I don't see how it's not better. We've been saying that for a couple of years now, but hopefully this is finally the year where... Yad and Timo, Toffoli's there as a swap. Like There was never a sixth guy or even a fifth guy. It was always like the your four sixth, studs and Bastion. Your sixth guy was studs. maybe like Damon Severson or Andre Pilat. Yeah. Now it's Tyler Toffoli. Yeah, or the the six guys Toffoli, or it's Brat, or if you even want to go further down, it's Mercer with another step. Yeah, Mercer or, does take another step this year. If you want to talk probably. about aging curves and all yeah. that, Mercer takes a step. Jack and and uh, is going into the peak of his prime here. Which Chimo, is scary for Brat, plus. Nico, Dougie probably takes a slight step back, which is fine because he's going to be completely. Actually, I disagree with that. Luke. Okay, I mean. I'm, I have no issues if you disagree. I, I I'm disagree fine with that. Yeah, he had a career year. Uh, I could see Points him wise. having. Yes, yes. Uh, I could see Luke get where I think Dougie was the offensive guy. Every offensive situation Dougie was put in. Yeah, I think if him and Luke are split, 
Luke is going to get some of those, which is where my step back comes from. If the uh, if the synergy if the lines work out where it's Luke and Dougie together, I'll agree that I actually think he does not. I, th- I really think it's going to be deployment is where it's going to be at least production wise how he performs. Right. I was more talking a step back like metrics wise because his yeah. his analytics were not as good as people would think this year. He was like in the seventy seventh percentile, eightieth percentile. Um, so I, I but, think he's kind of set right there between 80 and 90 is what I think. Yeah. I think if he's going to be fed power play one minutes, like he should be until Luke's ready to yeah. take the rain. I mean, I think the talent is way too overwhelming for yeah. them to not finally produce at a high enough clip this year. Um, with pairings, you alluded to it a little bit. I don't want Luke to play with Dougie. I kind of hope Luke plays with Marino because I think yeah. that could legitimately be. This might be hot take. I think it could legit be like one of the best pairings in the league just because of how well Marino can play on the rush and it could let Luke do what he needs to do. And Luke has the skating ability to get back. Yeah. And then you feed Seagan Dollar and Hamilton in the situation lesser competition because Marino's clear cut the best defensive defenseman on, on the team. I think if you give those guys lesser minutes, Dougie could maybe pr- improve analytically because he's not the Severson role from last year, but he's playing. Worst competition, but he's not getting as many points. You guys okay t- kind of talking? Carol- so obviously, you know, I have sure, Devils yeah, over Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, you have yeah. Carolina over yeah, Devils. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys kind of okay talking these together? Just kind of comparing yeah, the two yeah, teams? Yeah, yeah, grades are the top tier? That's fine. All right, so if you disagree that you think Nico, Brett, uh, even Timo uh, take steps, whether that's analytically or production, however you want to argue that out, where do you see Carolina in taking the steps improving outside of obviously they have some roster additions that were brought right in. those are the those are the big ones for me that's the big one that, okay those are the big ones aho's another year older if you want to go into aging curves he's actually on the downslope tara vine and even more so um who is our other top guy i mean Smash. uh uh svechnikov is, he'll, be back this year. Uh, he'll this. definitely be back and he'll actually be and if not entering his uh peak prime he'll yeah. be like right at that top curve yeah. so i could absolutely see him um you know taking a you know producing even better than he did last year. Yeah. Uh, Natchez, I think, is going to be even better. He's fantastic. He's so good. But Faust will probably take a step back. Uh, Stahl is absolutely going to take a step back even more than he's already done. Didn't love the contract, but the, the AAV is not large enough for me. It's to fine. But he's yeah, their captain. He's kind of a rock for the team. We can't lie. He was fantastic in his role Dude, versus us in the playoffs. Didn't care, Jack. Yeah. Didn't care for it whatsoever. Fantastic in his role. Uh, he's, you know, what is... He did what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Good, you know. Clutch, clutch and grab it doesn't get called in the playoffs. Can't argue with that. Uh, I mean, Steph Jarvis will take steps. Yeah. Uh, but probably more. Yeah. Our offset to that is Mercer, right? If you're going right. kind of roster by roster, which we will get into actual Devils roster straight up comparisons to each of these teams yes. in future episodes. So I don't want to go too deep into it, but I see where I see where Carolina's taken some steps. But I also see where they're not. So I think I know where you're going with this, and I think I'm going to agree with you. I just I think we take bigger steps than they do. We were what one point at the end of the season behind them, and yeah. that was with that abysmal December. We also had that whatever 13 game win streak. Yeah, that all was offset that a little bit. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, Burns. I mean, Burns seems to be just immortal. Yeah, but <laughs> he's eventually, eventually, eventually he's got to mm. just not be insane, right? So, 
Right though, like won't Maybe. he still be <laughs> right? Like, this is the year the Capitals and Penguins fall off, right, guys? Penguins I... win back-to-back cups. Like, yeah. I mean, I do like Brett Burns' game from a defensive standpoint. He's more of a rover and a guy that they also brought in to play that role as well. Dmitry Orlov is that's really that's really good, one. but but Brett Pesci is probably on the way out, which kind of. Plays well, into hand a little bit because I don't I don't know the numbers exactly, but I feel like he's a very good rush defender, which he benefits is. us. No, he if, is. You're, if you're removing one of the best rush defensive rush defensemen in the league against us, that benefits us. But again, like they're so deep, like yeah, I mean they have Michael Bunting on their who's going to be on their third be. line probably, and I think Michael Bunting is going to be a huge addition for them. I think he's flew under the radar. He is absolutely the perfect player for that system. He's such a pest. He's oh, a very good forechecker. He's good at going into open space. I agree his game is good for Carolina, yeah. but I don't think he actually thrives in a third-line role. I think he's actually a very good complementary piece in a top six. He's I mean, he shooter. might as well be on the top six, though. Like, Right. But... Again, it, it depend, it's going to depend on what Verndor wants to do. Right. But... The lineups. If he's just going to take, I forget who played the left, the left wing spot. But if it's going to be, but if it's going to be Bunting, Stall, Foss, like that's your shutdown line. That's not Bunting's game. Bunting's not going to shut you down unless well, it's just an added scoring punch, which I can, I can. Get behind, I think but... their other left wingers are Jarvis. Correct me if I'm wrong. Jarvis and Taravainen. Uh, Cap can... friendly has Jarvis listed as a right wing. Really? Taravainen, Svechnikov, Bunting, Martinuk on the left. On the right, it's Jarvis, Natchez, Faust, Nason. Yeah, so I don't know if I don't know if Bunting's going to play above either. Obviously, he's not playing above Svechnikov, and no, I don't sure. know if he's going to play above Taravainen. I don't think so. Taravainen also had a horrible year last year, and if he goes back to playing the way that he usually plays, you know, that's an mm-hmm. extra 20, 30 points from that guy. You know. Yeah. So here'd be my one thing. So like I said, Aho and I think Teravinen, aging curve wise, are due to take a. They're not peaking, right? Especially Teravinen, but they're in contract years, and we know how a lot of guys play in contract years. Right, but Aho is rumored to be getting that contract very soon. So if he gets that payday, I don't know much. If I don't know how much it's going to affect a guy like what? Aho, though. Yeah, it's. For some guys, I think it's it, it's very obvious sometimes, like sure. contract years and it's like right. absolute standouts. Other guys, not as much. Uh, what do they have? Uh, what does Daily Faceoff have for the defensive pairings for them? So right now? this is it's very row. interesting because you kind of have Slavin Burns, uh-huh. Shea Pesci, who might be traded, and then Orloff Chatfield as your third pairing, which is if, disgusting. If Orlov is on the third pair, that's that's insane. I don't have... Well, Pesci, Pesci's on the way out, right? Maybe. Right. It depends That's... on if they make additions. So I, the way that I see it is if they get Tony D'Angelo, then Pesci is out. Or if they get Eric Which Carlson, then the Pesci is out. the biggest downgrade that you could possibly do. Defensively, yeah. Offensively, yeah. Tony D'Angelo's good. Like, he's... Right, but then what did you bring to me? I mean, what did you bring to me, Joff Orloff in for? Like, he's not great, but like, you know what I mean? It's like... He's, he's a two-way guy. He could play both sides of the puck. So another reason why I think, um, well, I agree Bunting is very much a guy that can play this system. Uh, and I do think Rod Dabod is quite the coach, as it would seem. Yeah. I don't know if all the guys they brought in and the changes they did make, which seem to be, you know, we've gotten to Eastern Conference Finals. We can't seem to win there. We need a punch that gets us through. 
They brought in some guys that aren't the exact mold of Carolina Hurricanes that has been the team's staple. I would have also probably actually argued this when they brought Burns in and he fit in like a glove. I do think Burns is a bit of a unicorn where that guy probably is just a stud anywhere, everywhere. Yeah, I would, yeah. Right, he also fit a very specific need for them, like a guy yeah. who can rip shots from the point, transition the puck, which is kind of like Dimitri Orloff too, so I like which that. Which is why I would be horrified if they got Carlson, because their entire scheme is shots from the point and their defensemen lighting up the net. If they got Carlson, I would be horrified. I do think he ends up a penguin, but if they got Carlson, oh boy. Yeah, but then you're taking away one of their scoring forwards, likely like a Jarvis or maybe a Natchez, probably not Natchez, like a Jack Drury. And I love Jack Drury. I think he's really, like, I don't think he's a fourth line center. He should should probably be playing higher. You mean like as far as what's going back the other way? Right to San Jose. Oh, I mean, you're doing that trade every. I mean, if it's between right, exactly, you're you're going to do it. But then, who's playing? I mean, not like it matters. Who's playing four C? But like, who cares? You got right. Exactly. The thing that is Carolina though that gives me pause and is well, for one, their goaltending, Freddie Anderson, Anti Ranta. Like they've they got lucky ish last year with goaltending. I don't think they sustained too big of injuries, but they kind of they have Kachekov too, so they're in that. NHL modern day three cal and three NHL caliber goalie. Carolina system. would Carolina would argue the same for us. Carolina fans yeah. would argue the same for us. Oh, with Fanacek. Got a little lucky with goaltending. It's not gonna Sure, but the thing the thing is with Ronta and Anderson I'm saying is I'm getting at is that they're often injury prone. And they kinda got lucky last year. It's like so what if Anderson goes down with the Schneider, he gets his hip gives out, it's like then it's Ranta and Kachetkov for an entire year. It's like oh, Ranta's yeah. really good. Ranta's been yeah. good forever. It's not terrible. Their goaltending's solid. They're neither of their goalies are the handful of guys. Right. Right. So again, but I think with Carolina, they can kind of get away with it with the system that yeah. they play. Well, exactly. They're pretty the goalies exactly. facing less than twenty shots a game. Like it doesn't. Of course, the quality the quality of chance that they gave up is yeah. very low, much like the Devils. All right, boys, we're running a little long here, so uh, I didn't get. I don't think I heard very specifics. We've kind of talked about it in a roundabout way. Give me a quick blurb from uh, each of you, unless maybe you kind of explained this and I just got uh, lost in the shuffle. Why you do have Carolina over the Devils? What is the specific nuance or just clear-cut, this is why, whether it's by a point or multiple, that you do have Carolina over your favorite New Jersey Devils, the clearly superior team now <laughs> and forever. Um, I think they're kind of interchangeable. I think I just give the edge to Carolina because I think their system is more effective around the league. I I also kind of lean the same way. I mean, if I had to put a point total, I would do probably like Carolina like one twelve, New Jersey like one ten. Yeah. I mean, forward forward wise, I think we have bent forwards they're not entirely far because i think a lot of their guys are underrated and svechnikov being healthy again is a huge boost for them yeah. defensively i mean they take- i don't know if you're, i don't yeah. know if you're going to find a better one through six in the entire nhl for them um I mean, i'll push back be- i'll push back on that i think if luke ahead. if luke hits uh and uh by the end of the season our defense is better nemich comes up I think we clear, we clear them one through six. Maybe. And then in that, I don't think it's too, too I, yeah, different. I don't think it's too different. 
if Schmidt takes another step forward, which would be unbelievable, I think that we can go one step further than them in terms of points and maybe when you comparing the rosters as a whole. But I don't think there is too much to differentiate the two teams. Um, like you said, with your tier system, it's Dallas Hurricanes on the top. No questions asked. Everybody else. Yeah, pretty I, much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else, really. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Forward's clear. Defense, I think uh, they have the experience overall. But yeah. if if Luke is Luke... I mean, you saw what he did against Washington at the end of the season. That's the factor, really, for me. If Luke... If Luke comes right in and has a McCarr esque rookie season, I hope, dude. I but hope so. I don't see how you argue theirs is better than ours at that point. If Luke has growing pains, okay, you know they had the. Experience. I don't think he will. We had the better long term outlook, but for this, just talking this next season, I you know yeah, Carolina again, Carolina's stacked. They're a horrifying team. Yeah, like, is I I absolutely hear every argument for them being cup favorites, but I think we are too. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I think them. it's the two best teams in the league, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's fair. Which we were last year, too, just uh, right. Boston plays in a, a weak division, so. <laughs> yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, I think that's that's probably a pretty good spot to wrap it up in. You guys got anything else? Nothing uh... else to add from ranking standpoint uh, i just want to give bp a shout out for stepping in for me for the first couple episodes um having some technical difficulties on the back end camera mic all that fun technical technology stuff but happy to finally be on the show yeah more to come. yeah i'm sure we'll see more of you well we'll definitely see more of you in a couple of weeks at least mr fancy and mr fancy i'll be on vacation um, all right boys yeah good episode yeah, yeah, yeah you're both fake fans and sorry. uh not sorry I think we have a, a slight announcement. Uh, unless something crazy changes, our next episode should have a bit of an interview. Yeah, we should have a special guest. I'm really looking forward to that one. So uh, look forward to that, everyone. I'm sure we'll blast it out on social media. Yeah. Uh, that's it over here. Uh, Timo Meyer is the best player in the NHL. <laughs> Deuces. Take it easy, everyone.